Good evening and welcome to the I've Got a River podcast where we inspire, we encourage, and we share the love of God. I am your host, Tia Parker, author of I've Got a River, a collection of poetry. On tonight, we pray that this broadcast will bless your life. Tonight, we are talking about forgiveness. My God, one of the biggest blessing blockers that we have, one of the biggest crutches that we have um, as relates to our mental health. A lot of us are walking around in depression and in anxiety based on what others have done to us, based on things that happened in our past. Some of us need to forgive parents. Some of us need to forgive spouses. Some of us need to forgive some people who aren't even alive right now. Some of us still have vendetta against and um, resentment against and hatred against a person who is no longer living. This person has said ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Their lives are physically over, but yet and still, some of us are still harboring resentment and unforgiveness in our hearts towards somebody who was in the grave. My God, that is unhealthy. And I pray that on tonight, through the peace that I am going to share with you and through a little bit of inspirational word that you would see your need to forgive, that you will begin to see your need to let go of bitterness, that you will begin to see the need of setting yourself free from what somebody else did to you. On tonight, I'm going to share one of my favorite pieces and the title of it is Without a Trace. Without a Trace. My God, it is such a powerful piece and it comes from a place of forgiving somebody who did something to me that I considered unforgivable. This person deceived me, they manipulated me, they used me, they left me. My God, they did so much to me. But one day I got sick of feeling hatred. Hatred, my God, hatred and bitterness. It, it, it holds up so much storage in our lives. It takes up storage in our hearts. It takes up storage in our minds. It takes up storage in our mental health. Unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment is a tool of the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy. Unforgiveness can steal away the possibility of you trusting again. Unforgiveness can steal away the possibility of you allowing new friends to come into your circle. My God, we dismiss the, the quote, no new friends. How are you going to get to your next level in God, to your next level in life without new friends? My God. I pray that our minds are renewed, that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds so that we could understand that some of these quotes that we use, that some of the, th the things that we say, they are self-defeating. 
We are putting things out in the atmosphere. Remember, everything is spiritual first and then it's natural. We're saying so many things in ignorance because it's a good sound bite. It sounds good. But oh my God, no new friends. Sometimes it can mean no new levels. Because God uses people, my friend. God uses people. No new friends can mean I'm forfeiting my next level because I'm refusing to allow somebody new in my space that holds the key to my next level. My God, Lord, free us on tonight from ignorance, from thinking wrong. We're talking about forgiveness. That was the Holy Spirit (laughs) who showed up just in that moment. See, forgiveness and bitterness can even present, can even prevent Holy Spirit from having freedom in and through you. I pray that tonight's broadcast will bless you. We're talking about forgiveness. And of course, as I've stated for the last two weeks, that in my book, The I've Got a River, a collection of poetry book, before each piece, mostly each piece, I have a prelude written. And the prelude gives you some insight, a little backdrop on where the piece came from. Without a trace prelude reads like this. Jesus' disciples asked him, how many times should they forgive others? And Jesus' response was 70 times 7. I believe Jesus used these numbers because 7 is the number of completion and perfection. Forgiveness is a perfect work. The mistake we make when it comes to forgiveness is we don't realize it's not about the guilty party. It's about us and our emotional freedom. God is perfect in every way. Yet he chooses to forgive us even though he has the right to hold our wrongdoings against us. Not only does God forgive us, but he is so awesome. He chooses to forget our sin. God has not equipped us to forget about the wrong, but he has gifted us with the ability to forgive. And forgiving causes us to remember from a different perspective. We forgive because we need to be free from bitterness and resentment. Bitterness and resentment breeds hate. And hate blocks blessings. If the almighty God, who is 100% perfect and good, can forgive our sins, why on earth can't we forgive others? It's time to get free and forgive. I wrote this piece after I sincerely forgave someone and realized how freeing forgiveness was without a trace. It's so far removed from me. I almost forgot it took place. It's like it happened without a trace. The pain that used to resonate with the very thought of the situation has disintegrated. And I am walking in a place called free. I'm living my life as if that pain never knew me. No longer bound by that space and time, freedom is truly mine. Because Christ has come in and made all things new. Those tears that used to come along with those memories, gone. The fear that would grip me when I would recollect it, 
gone. It's almost as if it's never caused me harm. Forgiveness makes the pain go away without a trace. Forgiveness allows you to look your offender in the face and smile with genuine love because there is no longer any trace of the pain they cause. This is how I know there is a God. He specializes in mending relationships and fixing hearts. When I try to find the hurt, no trace. When I attempt to pull up the memory file and associate it with the pain, no trace. When I speak that name and search for the hate I once held so near and dear, no trace. See, forgiveness frees up space in your life for joy, peace, and a place called completely free. Logically, I should hold on to what they did so that memory can stay in the forefront of my mind, reminding me that was the last time I will allow someone to do me like that. But that logical way of thinking is a huge trap. It locks out the chance to allow someone that close again. It blocks and clogs my heart up from receiving what it needs most. And that's love without the handicap of apprehension or fear. It blocks the ability to trust again because I'm too busy holding on to what he, she, them, and they did. Forgiveness allows you to remember from a different perspective. Forgiveness allows you to walk in a place called I am no longer regretting. Forgiveness opens up the door of possibility for you. It invokes wisdom and crystal clear vision. Forgiveness gives you the privilege to share the heart of God because when it comes to our sins due to the blood they are without a trace in his heart praise the Lord Jesus Christ I give him glory for forgiveness I give God glory for forgiving me for my sins because I'm a whole lot like Paul that's why I love the apostle Paul he said I am the chief among sinners hey God my name is Tia Parker and I am the chief among sinners, but yet God gave me a word to share with the world because of forgiveness. God forgave me for my sin. Hallelujah. And the forgiveness of God is residual and is futuristic. Oh my God. Huh. My goodness. It's retroactive is what I meant to say. And it's residual too. It's residual. It keeps giving and giving and giving the forgiveness of God. I was speaking to somebody the other day about forgiveness. And they said, you talking about the forgiveness of God. I, we ain't God. I said, no, you're right. But forgiveness is forgiveness. Forgiveness is forgiveness and forgiveness comes from God because there is nothing in our flesh that wants to forgive. There is nothing. And let me clear this up. Forgiveness and reconciliation are two different things. But thanks be to God through our Lord Jesus Christ that God not only forgave us, but he reconciled our relationship with himself. My God, he did all the work. We didn't even ask God to forgive us. He knew we needed forgiveness. So he extended the olive branch of peace and said, let me correct the relationship that you tarnished. Oh my God. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. God corrected the relationship through forgiveness that we tarnished. My God. And he reconciled that. But some of us on tonight, some of the people 
that we owe forgiveness to for ourselves and even for them. Some of the people that we need to forgive, some of the groups of people that some of us need to forgive our whole families. Some of us need to forgive all of our cousins. Some of us need to forgive our parents. Some of us need to forgive our former places of employment. Oh my God, some of us need to forgive the institutions where we received our education from. Some of us need to forgive. We need to forgive. We need to forgive because it's not about them. It's not about what they did. It's about you and you being free and you moving forward. Because when you are always angry, you can't think clear. When we are always angry, we can't make good decisions. Bitterness seeks to rob you of life. I got off track a little bit. I want to talk about reconciliation and forgiveness. Like I said, God reconciled us unto himself when he He forgave us and he reconciled us and, and died for us so that our relationship with him can be intact. But how many of us understand that forgiveness does not always mean reconciliation? I think a lot of us struggle with forgiving people because we think that forgiveness means that I'm reconciling my relationship with you. No, what's happening when you are forgiving some people that do not belong in your space anymore is you are reconciling your mental health. You are reconciling your emotional health. You are reconciling within yourself that what they did to you, my God, you really had nothing to do with it. And some of us did play a part in the hurt that we receive from other people. We own up to our part. We forgive them and we move forward. That does not mean that the person that you forgive warrants space back in your life. Some relationships, yes, they do need to be reconciled. And you do have to physically get back with some people. But other relationships, my God, that abusive relationship, that abusive husband, that abusive parent, that abuse, sometimes it doesn't mean that that person needs to be reconciled back into your space. It just means that you need to let it go. And I know it hurts. And I know that what they did was wrong. I know it went on for way too long. I know that they took you for granted so much and you feel like that you forgave them enough. But baby, if you saw the blessing that was ahead of you, that is waiting for you to release all of that tension, all of that resentment, all of that hatred, all of that bitterness. If you see the blessing of peace, that lies ahead of you, you will be running to forgiveness. And guess what? You don't even have to let that person know that you forgave them. You don't have to let them know that you forgave them because it is about you. Forgiveness is a personal internal work. It's time to forgive. It's time to get to that place of forgiveness where you think about the person and you think about the action and the follow up pain that used to come up in your spirit as if the incident was happening all over again, that that follow up pain, you no longer feel it anymore. It's time to forgive your mother. It's time to forgive your father.
It's time to forgive your siblings. It's time to forgive your aunties. It's time to forgive your cousins. It's time to forgive the man or woman in the mirror. It is time to forgive (coughs) yourself. It's time to forgive yourself. I pray that tonight's podcast blessed your life. I pray that you run down a, 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 a sifting, that you run down an inventory of your emotions, of your emotional health. I pray that you look at the long list of things that causes you anxiety and depression. And I pray that you identify some of the people, places, and things that have caused that anxiety and depression. And I pray that you go down the list and say, Lord, I forgive them. Lord, help me to forgive. Lord, show me how to forgive. Jesus told the disciples who were being self-righteous and rightfully so, they were angry with people who did them wrong. He said, well, how many times should we forgive people who sinned against us? How many times should we just keep it moving, Jesus, when these people deserve a slap across the face, when these people deserve a good tongue lashing and a good cussing out? How? how, Come on, God. I want to go flatten their tires. I want to go bust their windows out. that's, That's just, that is temporal gratification. But baby, let me tell you something. Jesus said, you got to forgive them 70 times seven. He said, you got to keep forgiving them. It's the circle of forgiveness. It's a consistent cycle. He said, forgive them to infinity and beyond. (laughs) If you want to be free, if you want to have a heart like God, if you want to have a mind opened up, if you want to be able, hallelujah, to make clear and concise decisions, forgive them to infinity and beyond. Understanding that forgiveness does not always mean I'm reconciling my relationship with you. Some people I done forgave and kept it moving and I pray for them. They've done me wrong. Hallelujah. They ran my name. But oh God, Lord, help us to continue to forgive. Help us to continue to forgive. It's time to forgive y'all. We're talking about forgiveness on tonight. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will begin to ask God to give you the grace to forgive your offenders. And to give you the grace to forgive the person that you look at in the mirror every day. Some of us can't even look at ourselves because we are regretting and we are bitter towards some of our own choices. Forgive The person that you have to live with for the rest of your life. That person that's staring back at you in the mirror. I know you made terrible mistakes. I know you said things. I know you mishandled money. I know you mishandled relationships. I know you mishandled your children. But you're not perfect. Forgive yourself. Learn from it. Use the wisdom that God has given you. And live your life freely from unforgiveness and bitterness. Listen, I'm still struggling right now somewhat with forgiving somebody. It's a process. It's a process, especially when the person who you need to forgive is a part of your family or somebody that you consider family, somebody that you trusted with sensitive information about you. And they took that sensitive information They abused it. They shared it with others when they shouldn't have. Guess why they did that? 
It's because guess what? We are broken and flawed people. We are works of clay on the potter's wheel. How fragile is a work of clay? How fragile? How fragile are we? The Lord seeks you right now. The Lord is looking for you to forgive yourself right now. Start that journey on forgiving yourself. Start the journey on forgiving your parents. Start the journey on forgiving your spouse. You stayed in a relationship with him, but you are still bitter toward him. You stayed in that marriage with her, brah, beyond what she did to you or did not do for you. And are you, do you mean to tell me that you're going to choose to stay in a relationship with somebody and be bitter the whole entire time? I wonder what that's doing to your heart. I mean, seriously, your physical heart. What is it doing to your health? What is it doing to your mental health? For you to decide to stay in something but not forgive. That's not healthy. It's not even smart. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will forgive your spouse. That you will forgive your children for disappointing you. That you will forgive yourself for putting unrealistic expectations on yourself and on your children and on your spouse. Forgive yourself. Forgive that person that is now dead and gone. A piece of you is in a cemetery because you refuse to forgive somebody who left this earth. They can't come back and apologize to you, baby. So own up to the part that you played in it, if any. And if you didn't play any part in it, realize that what they did to you was not your fault. It was something that they did because they are broken people. We are broken people. My God, but in Christ, we receive wholeness. We receive wholeness. I pray that on tonight, this podcast blessed you. We went a few more minutes than what we usually do. I pray that tonight, this broadcast blessed your heart. I pray that forgiveness will be the order of the day for you moving forward. I love you too much to keep you in the dark about bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. It is time to be free, y'all. We just got through, we are getting through one of the worst times in present history, in present time. Oh my goodness, this pandemic, it has killed hundreds of thousands of people. My God, affected millions. Come on, every everybody's household has been touched by this pandemic. And you mean to tell me that you made it out? That we are making it through and we are making it out. And we are going to continue to allow unforgiveness to rob us of our life? No. God wants us to be full. He wants us to walk around in forgiveness with a heart like his. I'm not saying that we need to allow people to abuse us. And that we need to continue to allow them in our space. Don't misquote me. Every person that you forgive, you do not have to reconcile a relationship with. Some people just don't know how to handle you. Some people just aren't good. They don't have enough integrity to have somebody like you in their lives. But I pray that you will forgive them anyway. And I pray that you will keep it moving. And realize that forgiveness and reconciliation are two different things. You are right. They probably don't 
deserve your forgiveness. But guess what? You don't deserve God's forgiveness. Tia Charnel, who is speaking to you right now, I do not deserve God's forgiveness. But guess what he did? He forgave me anyway. Oh, God, I give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. I pray, oh, God, that my brothers and sisters listening to me would exercise forgiveness, no matter how hard it is, that they would see the wealth and forgiveness and the promise of peace at the end. Have a good night. See you next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Thank you so much for hanging out with your girl TP. Love you.